0: Hey, so how's it going?
1: It is going. How are you?
0: You know, I'm here. I am
1: only here for a few hours before
0: I hit the road again for church camp. And um, so you get me for literally the bulk of the time that I am home. So you're welcome.
1: Well, you did just take a road trip. So I don't feel too bad for, for stealing you away from your family
2: no i meant you're still me away from my bed
1: oh well you're also my bed is literally my my favorite place selfishly going to church camp that which means we have to record tonight and i didn't sleep at all last night and so that means i i'm doing this on two hours of sleep and um this case is rough
0: (laughs) this case is I don't know what you're talking about. It is a walk in the park.
2: It's the most delightful thing I have ever read about. Um, I think that they're probably going to make a Disney Channel original movie about it.
0: It's just such a feel-good story.
2: Um, I think maybe they'll cast uh, Jennifer Garner as the mom. Uh
1: huh.
0: So maybe you and I just...
1: What's crazy is that I I did not know a lot of the details of this case. Right. Like I knew about the kids and I knew about the weird like doomsday bullshit whatever. But there is a lot of there's a lot of moving parts to this case. It's wild. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yep, and like I was telling you earlier,
2: um, whenever Sarah's dad, who doesn't ever show a whole lot of interest, but he asked me like, "What are y'all talking about this week?" and I was like, "Oh, Lori
0: Vallow." He like told me the whole story, and I was like, "How the hell do you know all this?" And it's because a lot of it actually took place not far from where Sarah's grew up. You know, like it Mm -hmm. was crazy.
1: That is wild. So should we crack into it? I think we should, because I feel like
2: it's going to be a long episode. Um, so like this, this is Lifetime Sentence, and
0: uh, I'm reticent to tell you about this case.
1: I am also ret- reticent to tell you about this case, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yay! Sober, which sucks. Like,
0: right. That's the thing about recording in my office, it sucks.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad
0: for you. <laughs> I'm going to sneak a flask in here
1: see why you couldn't bring a couple of like like um ciders or something. I don't even see why you couldn't put like a small fridge in there and keep something in there.
2: I, this office is only a hundred square foot. There's not there's nowhere for an office. that would be for a refrigerator.
1: I said th- I'm into mini refrigerator, not a big one. Just want to keep I, a few like a couple of drinks in, like a bottle of water and like two ciders.
0: I'll put it by the uh, the motion sensor that doesn't work on the lights. There you go.
1: See, <laughs> since, problem solving. Since it's that's useless anyway.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> this week I watched Doomsday Mom, which that title, man, y'all didn't y'all didn't go very deep for that one, did ya?
0: <laughs> Listen, they had several other titles they were working on. Mm-hmm. Um, they worked on um,
2: A Very Laurie Doomsday, and they decided that sounded too Hallmarky. y um, They worked on um, Vallow Graves, but they thought that it wouldn't translate as punny as it sounded. Um, they had Doomsday, but they realized it didn't sound like um, beatboxing like they thought. It just sounded like they were making fun of people. Um, so they really workshopped this title
1: and I wish that you would
0: give those lifetime writers more credit than you just did.
1: Yeah. Okay. Please forgive me, I guess. Um, (laughs) I will praise them for something here in a minute, um, but we'll get to it. So this movie stars Lauren Lee Smith. Um, she plays Lori Vallow. She is from movies, Trick or Treat, Mutant X, and a little film you might've heard of called the shape of water oh
2: okay i read that book Mm -hmm. i mean i also saw the movie
0: but uh, i'm still weirded out
1: it also stars mark Blucas, who you will recognize as a big christmas movie name
0: okay yes
1: and um he plays chad daybell Um, he is from Good Morning Christmas, Holiday for Heroes, Season for Love, Miss Christmas, and one of my favorite, like, really terrible movies to watch, like, when I'm feeling down, Sleeping with Other People, in which he plays a character named Chris Smith. Uh -uh. And and the, the, the lead girl's, like, friend is, like, Chris Smith, like, Christmas, and, like, he's, like, a big Christmas movie guy. that's hilarious hilarious. um it also stars joshua hinkson he plays alex cross um he's from sick carried away and van helsing patrick duffy who you'll also remember um from all the christmas movies and another little show that we'll get to two little shows that we'll get to he plays jj's grandfather um he you might know him from the og dallas like the Uh 80s dallas
0: I know him um, from Step by Step.
1: I would, step by Step is on my list. That was my other, the little show you might have watched Step by Step if you were a TGIF fan. Um, he was in that movie, You Again, which is, I never get to watch that movie, but it's really funny when I do sit down and watch it. And oh, then, yeah. Again, I forgot he he's in, that. in all the Christmas movies, just all of them. Um, Linda Pearl plays JJ's grandmother. Her biggest role, I think, is from Mighty Joe Young. Okay. It's yeah. been
0: a long time since I've even uh, thought of that movie. Okay. She
1: was also in Visiting Hours and First Monday. And I'm going to butcher this name, and I am so sorry. IS A-I-A-S?
0: That's how I would say it.
1: Ias Dalman. He plays J.J. Vallow. Ias is an openly autistic 11-year-old actor and screenwriter... And if that doesn't make me feel like the laziest asshole on the planet, I, what?
0: Right? Same. Oh, my God.
1: He plays both neurotypical and autistic roles. Like, I'm just in awe of this kid. Like, I like I can't. Um, he His other movies include When Times Got Louder, Trial and Error, and Hide and Seek. And then finally, we have Astrid Truman, who plays Tylee Ryan. She's from a new show that all my Hallmark friends are talking about called Schmigadoon. Oh, it's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, used, and those are the only other two credits she has. But she's very cute, and I think she's. I think we'll see her more of her. I'm pretty sure. Uh, um,
0: update. I know you've been wondering. Um, the air conditioner just turned on in my office because we're now on nighttime hours. Congratulations.
2: And so I finally get to sit. I won't have lights in about four more minutes, but I do get some air. <laughs>
1: so i won't be able to see myself and you in your forehead pretty soon
0: <laughs> right right rude
1: <laughs> <sighs> okay i'm just trying to delay the inevitable i know we open in hawaii on january 26 2020 with voiceovers of news stories about the missing children while reporters are questioning laurie and chad as they walk up a sidewalk holding hands then we see an interview with Lori's niece, who says that Lori is more beautiful on the inside than she is on the outside. And everything she does is to protect the kids. And wow, that aged like milk. Yeah. Flashback to Arizona. It's Christmas time and everyone is decorating. Lori and her husband kiss. And then Lori talks to Tylee about a boy that she likes that went out with another girl. She comforts her by telling her that the Lord could nev- could come back at any moment. And so really she shouldn't be worrying about this, which is not... What that makes I would me do. Uh huh. Um, but you know, Tiley's not old enough to drink, so I don't really know what I would do either. So. <laughs> Same. Um. So another interview with the kids' grandparents, and they say that if Lori is such a wonderful mother, then how can she have done the things that she's accused of doing? Um, Lori picks up a book at a garage sale. That's basically QAnon for dummies. Um,
0: I'm in already.
1: No. Y'all do not buy this man's books just to read them like just to see how fucking crazy he was he's he's crazy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. D- and no, don't give him any not. more money. Ugh. Okay. They decide to go take classes to be prepared for the earthquake that's going to level half the country and then democracy as we know it will fall and everything will be fire. Um good, good. Yeah. So they start going to survival classes where she meets another mom of an autistic child Um, because her son, JJ, who's not actually her son, he's her husband's son that she adopted. Um, Her son, JJ, is autistic. Um, He tells her that she actually, she tells her that she actually met Chad, the author of the QAnon book, one time, and she tells Lori to pray more and to call her anytime. Um, Lori's ex-husband brings Tylee home one day, who's like, And he's like, what the fuck? Are you teaching her? If you don't stop, I'm going to take you back to court and take custody back. So Lori goes to an open mic night with her brother, where her brother's performing. And then when she gets home, she prays about how she feels like she's being stabbed in the stomach all the time and always in pain. She prays for God to take her pain away. And I'm like, go to the doctor? Right. Um she gets a phone call one day that her ex-husband has died. Um, and when she tells Tylee, she gives her the old, Oh God must've called him home for a reason, which is half the reason I don't fuck with church anymore. That shit is no. Um, Tylee just turns around and she's like, "Then God is stupid. And I feel that in my soul. Um, Justin, her friend, calls because Chad Daybell is giving a talk in a nearby town and she wants them to go together. This is going to be fine. Yeah, (laughs) I see nothing wrong with this. They go and listen to him spout crazy about war and disaster while all the people in that room will be able to withstand these trials. After the talk, her friend encourages Lori to go talk to Chad. And it's love at first sight. Or as someone being interviewed in the background says, Quote match and gasoline.
0: Love it. I like that a lot more.
1: Chad tells her it's no act. Oh God, this guy. Oh, he, oh God. I hate this guy. I don't. I don't. Between the pair of them, I don't know who I hate more.
0: But why not both? Por no los dos?
1: No, I hate both of them. I'm just saying. I I don't know which one I hate more. Chad tells her it's no accident that she's there, and he's waited a long time for this day. Later, he tells her at the hotel bar that he saw a vision the moment he saw her about all the lives she's lived and how she's an ancient and powerful being who is actually the person who helped Jesus stand up when he stumbled on his way to the cross, which I'm like, he had the cross with him read a book.
0: I'm like, it's, it's, it's literally in the most accessible book in America, like
1: um. Then he tells her he already has a wife in this life, but he and Lori have been married nine times before.
2: Oh, thank God! Because I need somebody to have married me as many times as cats have lives.
1: I, I was like, girl, run, run away. <laughs> also, also, like, let's
0: just <laughs> let's set like savor that sentence for just a minute
1: it didn't work out nine times Uh, no he says that they were married nine times and then like they died
0: yeah got divorced she she needed to get away from him so badly that they just fucking she died (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lori, unfortunately is also married but she says that she feels like he her husband doesn't understand her then Chad tells her that she's one of the chosen leaders who will decide who the one hundred and forty-four thousand are, which is a reference to I believe Revelation where they talk about the hundred and forty-four thousand that won't have to like go through the end times. They'll be right. like safe wherever right. they will be. Do you remember um, when I told you that the first time
2: I saw you? I was like, Aaron. I just, I had a vision the first time I saw
0: you and you're going to figure out who the 144,000 people were. And you were like, I don't fucking like 10 people. And I was like, that's that's
1: fair. If I had to pick 10 people that I could bring to survive the end times with, I don't know if I could get to that number.
0: (laughs) Some days I know I don't even make that list. So like, it's gotta be a good day.
1: No, you (laughs) make the list. I'm walking, keep, around, with a clipboard, like, I'm walking around with a clipboard, like. I'm walking around with a clipboard, like Aaron.
2: Right, Aaron, I need you to finalize this list. You only have six people, and you're
0: like, Ann, Aaron, I need a list of ten people.
1: I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm done with that list. <laughs> that list is complete. you. <laughs> just, you're just scrolling TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I will add John Hamm to the list, so that brings us to the number to seven. <laughs> Can you imagine the end times come? There's six of us plus John Ham
0: he's stuck with us for the rest of eternity. That poor guy is like, "Why did I just fucking die
1: <laughs> what um, John Ham would love us." <laughs> Okay, so then he talks about demons and zombies just running around in human bodies trying to destroy the chosen leaders. and So she has to start praying for those people to die before they can kill her. And this dude is fucking crazy as shit if you have not figured that out yet.
0: No, you just shocked me with this news.
1: how he got a whole-ass woman to marry him and then this lady to fall in love with him is beyond me. He's insane.
0: Well, Aaron, that's because he's been married at least nine times, so he's got lots of practice.
1: He figured it out. Yeah, he's nine ways to crazy is what he is. Um, <laughs> they get into the elevator, and he, and then he tells her that she's a god. And that's not how god works. You cannot believe that God made Jesus, who came down and died for all of our sins, and also that you are God. You're a God, and I don't know the Bible, so
0: I'm just gonna say something to get into your pants. That's the first
2: draft of that 90s alt song.
1: He then tells her that she's going to bring back the Savior herself.
2: Okay, so you picked Jesus up when he stumbled. You created Jesus, and you're gonna go.
1: Damn it, you're gonna go get Jesus if you have to turn this car around yourself. Look, this is a running theme in this in this story, and I hate it. Um, they okay, so then they kiss because you know once a guy tells me that I'm God and that I'm gonna bring back Jesus, I have to make out with him. That's the rules. <laughs> Those are just the rules. Lori and Chad, we- lay in can we
0: get an official rules at some point like Aaron's kiss list you have to just we'll print it on on tracks that we can pass
2: out like evangelicals like these are the reasons you can kiss a man
0: if he mm-hmm. tells you you're God and you're bringing Jesus wow. if he's John Hamm we've now get ex- exhausted the list <laughs>
1: Lori and Chad lay in chairs by the pool and talk about how the devil has been following her and her brother around since they were kids. And she asks Chad to come down and meet her brother. He says he's going to introduce her to other members of the elite. And I just want to like point out that if you are a member of this elite, quote unquote, and you're trying to find people and pray for their death so that they can't find you and kill you, don't you think you maybe shouldn't all hang out together? Right.
0: right.
2: They'll never find us if we're at Spring Break in Cabo. All
0: together. (laughs) Wearing shirts that say, not the elite.
1: Also, like, why are all of the elite in the same place? Why are they all American?
0: Because um, this is God's chosen country, proud to be an American, where I'm lucky if I'm white and I'm chosen to go to heaven
1: i um I feel like if America was God's chosen country, then the whole Bible would have taken place in a different location.
0: um Have you heard of the Book of Mormon? Mhm-? They tried,
2: they tried to edit it to make it about America, and we make fun of them. So
0: you can't have it all the ways, Erin.
1: Oh, Lord. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want you to finish this story because it's awful. I know. They handle this much, I will say they handle this much, much better than they did the Chris Watts movie. Oh, good. They do. Um, I was actually impressed with the way they handle the deaths of the children. We'll get to it. Um, and I think a lot and of it you is just like- spoiled it. <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock for the past three years, you've heard of these fucking nut jobs. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they still don't know how they were. Oh yeah. Killed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So they interview her friend, Melanie, who introduced her to Chad that one time, and who says that Lori just had this emptiness in her that needed to be filled, and Chad filled it, so I'll bet he did. So (laughs) Chad comes to Lori's house while her husband is on a business trip, and Tylee's like, he's weird, and even even her friend, Melanie, is like, "Um, zombies? For real? and like they, and she's like she's like oh yeah like totally like he sees the visions and and she's like yeah you know what that's not scripturally sound and i was like oh i'm sorry melanie did you stop to make a point you're going to be garbage later and then i'm going to tr- start to like you again but like we're going to go through a roller coaster but <sighs> you make a good point <laughs> chad gives Lori the thumbs up that her brother will get into heaven with them so that's nice um she and her brother have a really weird relationship. Half the time, I think they're about to jump each other's bones in this movie. And I don't know if that's true to life or maybe just the the two characters were banging off screen. I'm not sure. I don't know but the answer either, half the time, but some it's, details
2: are it's terrifying. very
1: so. creepy. Like, Just their relationship is just... They're close, and I understand being close to your siblings. They're a little too close i don't like it it's weird
0: yeah, um no that's canceled
1: yeah so later chad puts the moves on her so she and chad talk about what they're gonna do and how she wants to be with him and he says that he has to pray for guidance so Lori's like hey, okay, good night no sex for you <laughs> um let's see Early the next morning, though, he comes into her room, and he tells her that he had a really strong vision. That Lori's husband, Charles, has been taken over by an alien spirit, and he's gone dark. Which means he's he's, he's the zombie bad thing i don't know um this guy's fucking trash i hate him um so Lori actually protests and is like no that can't be like he's such a good father you know we have our own differences but he's a great father and he's really good to our children he took entirely like she was her own like his own and blah 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 and he um but chad convinces her that it's not true she's he's like Oh, well, when you go to church together, doesn't he close his eyes?
0: <laughs> Don't fucking blink. That's how the devil gets in. Mm. Keep your goddamn eyes open.
1: hmm So Chad tells her that she and the kids are in danger, but not to be afraid because she's God. So, I mean, it's going to be fine. He tells her he's opened a portal in her closet so that they can always communicate and then they have sex in the closet. So, I mean, I guess the portal works. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. where do I, is that, can you get one at Ikea, uh, uh,
0: closet a closet sex portal? portal. <laughs> I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can, but you have to build it yourself. There's a lot of pieces to it. <laughs> Uh, Charles, her husband, calls his parents because Lori canceled his return flight from Houston and stole 35 grand from him and then told him that he was dead and she was a god and if he got in the way of her mission, she would destroy him? Oh, okay. So that's all su- super sane. Um, Lori, yeah, that's of course, all
0: normal stuff.
1: Lori, of course, is in her closet talking to Chad through the portal, like you do. About how she sees him everywhere and how Charles is gone now and asks if he can come down there again. And then she calls Play- Chad to see why he didn't answer her through the portal. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I
0: was talking and talking and I even played Michelle Branch. You're everywhere to me. And you didn't even respond.
1: Because now she's going to also be a stage five clinger. <laughs> he tells her he didn't answer through the portal because... Wait, no, he tells her he's going to come down soon, but things are getting tougher with his wife, Tammy. So Lori goes to rapidfox.us. Oh. Calls the movie and wrote down the website. You're welcome. <laughs> and breaks into Charles's email and sends Chad an email saying that Charles wants Chad to co write his life story. And he's gonna pay him like mega bucks for it, so he'll be gone for a few weeks. You know, Chad has to go to Arizona for a few weeks to to do this book that doesn't exist. Um, this is a great plan, and I see no flaws at all. Yeah, um, no, this
0: sounds perfect.
1: We cut to Lori dancing around her living room in exercise clothes with a stuffed elephant, and it like I was just creeped out. Um. And if I had to hear about it, so did you. Mm. Charles <laughs> calls her and asks what the hell is going on because he found the email that Lori sent. He's going to tell Tammy about it. and But she, like, um, she calls Chad and she's like, you know what? Maybe this is how we're going to be together. Like, maybe this is how things have to end. And he's like, well, maybe, but maybe it's the pesky demon that's, you know, overtaken your husband, like, ruining my life. I don't know. Right. Making, um, there's making really him no close his eyes. Mm-hmm. She asks what they should do now, and he says to keep praying. And instead of praying, this happens. Charles comes over to look for the kids, saying the school bus is there. He goes upstairs, and he's like, hey, where are y'all? And then he comes downstairs, because no one's home, and Alex is there waiting for him. And then we cut to body cam footage of Alex talking to the police, And he says that Charles came at him with a baseball bat and hit him in the head, so he shot him. Oh, yeah, that happens regularly. Well, what I don't understand is how...
0: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) we got really dramatic, and then the lights turned off, and I was
1: like, (laughs) yes, God. (laughs) What I don't understand is how this story came to be bought by the police, because... When he first tells it, he says, "Oh, Tylie was here. She had the bat. Um her father or yeah, her father took it from her and attacked me with it. Lori ran out of the house with Tyler." So, why didn't they just interview Tylie and she was like, "No, nah, that that I mean, I went to breakfast with my mom and I came home my dad's dead." Like, I don't I don't get it.
0: Right. Um,
2: well,
1: Because weird. police
0: had a story they could be like case fucking closed, let's go get some donuts, self
1: defense, some Republican state. Mhm. <sighs> um then Lori comes back and they're like um ma'am your husband's dead and she's like wow, I live on a quiet street and suddenly it's like hey neighbors. That's her response in quotes. No. Real, that's what she said. mm -hmm. Then we see JJ's grandparents, and I'm going to call them JJ's grandparents because I don't understand the relationship between them and Charles. Because they call him her sister, but then they refer to him as JJ's grandparents, and I'm like, that's not how sisters work. So, okay, so just to clear things up for you, JJ was
2: Charles's nephew that he adopted. That they adopted together. Um, so those are probably his biological grandparents.
1: But then why do they call them? Okay. Well, he did... well, so, then he couldn't have adopted them from a sibling because they'd still be his parents.
0: Well,
2: if they are, let's say it's his brother's son, they could be
0: JJ's mother's parents and not be related to him.
1: Okay. But they, but they say that Charles is his sister. I don't, I don't get it. They say that Charles is his sister. What? Yeah. They say that Charles is, I'm sorry. No, they say that, not his sister. (laughs) They say that Charles and this woman that is the grandmother of JJ are sisters. Okay. So he would have had to adopt the child from a niece or a nephew
0: yeah so in it order just for says that my notes but so it must be like it could be like a like
1: great a great, niece, nephew. Okay, great nephew okay. I mean gotcha gotcha okay, okay. that makes more sense because I was like like they kept calling him his sister and I was like I don't I don't get this and they don't explain it at all so a little um context lifetime um So then we see um, J.J.'s grandparents talking about how they found out about the death because Lori texted one of Charles's other children. She texted them. Oh, wonderful. Um, The police do buy the self-defense story because I um, assume it's less paperwork that way. And Lori calls Chad and tells him the good news right of course Mm -hmm. cut to another backyard barbecue at laurie's house which is just several hours later like this bitch her fucking brother kills her ex-husband and then she throws a party
0: oh okay yikes yikes on bikes
1: yeah tiley is sad and so laurie says that charles would want them to be happy. I don't think he would. Maybe Tylee, yeah. not not Lori. Right. Then, in a move that I just really can't explain, they tell young JJ that his father is that's dead, that was just carried out of the house a few hours ago on a stretcher in a body bag. But he's just on a business trip to California.
0: Oh, this is, okay, so you know how, like, when dogs die, you use the euphemism like they've gone to live on a farm? This is the California of euphemistic farms. That's a, that, this is all euphemism. You just, this will
1: be a running thing that happens to this poor child before he is senselessly murdered. And I, maybe it's, maybe it's enhanced because he is autistic and it just feels like extra mean. Right. But I just like, even if he had been a very young child and was neurotypical and they were like, oh yeah, your dad's in a, on a business trip. Like that would still, I think it would piss me off just as much. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. It just feels like extra cruel to do that to a child. Like I, oh God. Um, unfortunately, it turns out that Lori is not going to get the life insurance payout because Charles had changed his beneficiary. <laughs> <And sighs> it, um, she calls Chad and yells at him about it. <laughs> and it turns out, uh, or no, I'm sorry. And he convinces her to move to Idaho. Um, because that's... Where else would you move? Yeah. Ugh, anywhere. Um, and he tells her that once Lori... Or, I'm sorry. He wants her to move up there, and then once God calls Tammy home, they'll have all the money they need. Oh, sure, Lori's sure, like, Lori's like, I'm not moving up there until we can be together. Um, And she hangs up on him, so... Chad calls her the next day. Okay. tell him that God sent him a vision and that Tammy is going to die in a horrible car accident. And instead of telling her, (laughs) he's going to tell Lori. (sighs) Great. What a charming man. Y'all, if you are unhappy in your marriage, get a divorce. These people are fucking crazy. Yeah. Tylee says she does not want to move. I don't blame her. Like, if someone told me you have to move to Idaho, I would not handle it well. Alex is going, too, though, and so the, the family will all be together. So I guess they're moving. Um, Lori's niece, from the beginning, tells her husband that she wants a divorce, and he can have whatever he wants as long as he doesn't get in, in the way of the mission. And this guy has seen what happens to people that just get in the way of the mission. And so he's like, cool. Bye. <laughs>
0: Love it. Have a nice day.
1: <laughs> um Lori calls Chad when they arrive in Idaho, and shockingly, shocker of all shockers, amazing shocks, um, I am shooketh to find that Tammy did not die in a fiery car crash.
0: No. Just
1: didn't happen. So Lori, like, loses it on him, and then JJ starts screaming at her about how he wants to call his dad. You know, his dad that's on his business trip to California. She tells Chad she needs to see him right then, and then she gets in the car and breaks up with him. So in this scene, I feel like I need to explain. She's trying to talk to Chad, and JJ comes through, like, screaming. And she has to set the phone down and, like, chase him down and, like, comfort him because he's having like a, um, like an outburst. And right. so Chad is on the other end hearing this. And I don't know if this is where this next bit comes from, but I have a pretty good idea.
0: I already don't like it.
1: So she breaks up with Chad and in response, he tells her he had another vision and he has to tell her about it, even though he wants to disobey the vision. And if okay. you can't see the handwriting on the wall, A, go get your eyes checked. Right. He tells her that Tylee and JJ, her children, have been taken over by the zombie aliens.
0: I love that.
1: This guy's a fucking monster. The
0: literal fucking worst.
1: Lori and Tylee later get into a fight because Lori wants to go to church but tiley wants to go to a friend's house like it's her first friend that she's made in idaho she finally got invited over to her house she wants to go visit her friend and so she runs down the stairs she's like i'm leaving Lori follows her down the stairs and is like oh my god it's true you're not you anymore oh no And Tylee tells her that this is insane and she doesn't know what kind of screwed up spell this guy has her on. But she knows her real mom is still in there somewhere. And they fight and Tylee leaves. She tells her brother and niece that Tylee has been taken over by a dark spirit and they're both like, oh, sure, that seems legit. Right. The next, oh, God. The next day... Lori seems to be fine and tells Tylee they're all going to Yellowstone. In a very interesting child style choice, stylizing choice, Um, they are at Yellowstone. The family takes a photo that I believe is the last known photo of Tylee. Yes. And then they all exit the shot and Tylee is, like, looking out over this overlook, and she just disappears. Like...
0: I like the way they handled that.
1: Yeah. Like I'm saying, like, much better, much better like than the Chris Watts where I had to watch somebody some murder discretion. children. Thank you. Yes. Um. And again, I, I am 100% positive it is just because they don't know what happened to these children. Um, which is awful. JJ comes downstairs sometime later looking for Tylee. And Lori tells him that she's at college. And these oh, people are okay. next level insane. I don't even have words. And I'm just confused because I thought Tylee was like 13. No. Okay. I don't know why I thought no. she was like 13, but. um.
0: No, she was seven, uh, almost 17.
1: Okay, then that's a little bit more believable, because I was like, um, yeah. why is everyone just, like, believing this, like, child went to college?
0: Right. In <laughs> fact, her birthday was September
2: 24th, so she could have been one of those people who started college at 17.
0: Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, right before the cutoff.
1: Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Like, Colin's going to graduate before he's 18, so. um, Right. Lori takes JJ to school and then we cut again to September 9th, 2019. And I don't know why, because when this all happens, like when this all comes together, it seems to move us backwards and not forward in time, but whatever. Um, Chad texts Tammy that he was burning like a wood pile and he found a huge raccoon and shot it. And now it's in their pet cemetery. Oh, good, perfect.
0: I really um, love that. And
1: he was like, "Oh, like fun times," and she was like, "Yeah." How, like, how is this man? I, I can't. Are there just no men in Idaho? Someone, in are, nope. do, are do, do you live in Idaho? Like, I need to know. Um. Melanie comes to visit Lori and gets to stay in Tylee's room because Tylee's at college. Um, she's being interviewed later and says it was weird because the room was just empty. Later, Lori tells her about Chad's vision of JJ. And she's like, what the actual fuck? He's seven years old. And Melanie, you're still on the right side of history here. You're going to fuck up very soon. But um, for now, I don't hate you. Um Lori, Alex, and Melanie do a podcast chock full of crazy. I want to find this podcast because I just want to hear, like, the cray-cray. The
0: I don't want to find this podcast.
1: You're probably right. I probably shouldn't. In the middle of the podcast, while they're recording, JJ storms downstairs looking for his iPad because he wants to FaceTime Tylee right now. And instead of getting up and helping her child... She just lets him run around and be upset um, opening cabinets. They keep recording, first of all. And I'm like, um, do y'all not know how podcasting works? There's no way the all are getting a clean take with all that noise. Um, <laughs> right. But he, she just lets him run around while she keeps, like, talking about her testimony, blah, blah. And um, he knocks, he ends up knocking a statue of Jesus off the re- top of the refrigerator. And it breaks my heart because he immediately starts crying and saying he's sorry. Mm -hmm. The next day, Lori. um, I'm sorry. The next day, Lori pulls JJ out of school, telling the school that she'll be homeschooling him. She puts him in the back of the car and tells him to wave goodbye to his teacher. And as he's waving, he also just disappears out of the backseat of the car. No. Because I believe that is the last time he's seen. Yes. Lori tells her niece that Charles' sister and brother-in-law were actually planning to kidnap JJ. So she had to hide the kids until it was safe for them to come out again. Meanwhile, she and Chad are, like, laying on the couch together talking about getting married. Perfect. I'm like, you're still married, bro. Um, Charles' sister and brother-in-law called to talk to JJ. And find out where he is. Because they haven't seen or spoken to him in five weeks. Um, they get into like a little. Argument on the phone. And so Lori just starts ignoring their phone calls. And let me tell you. After five weeks. I would be hunting this bitch down.
0: Yeah. Yeah for real.
1: <clears throat> and they do. And they, like these grandparents. Are incredible. And they are the reason that this was taken so seriously. And. They're amazing. It's just like, oh my God. Like I just it's so sad. These people are just like spree killers. I don't I don't get it. Um Yeah, it's awful. So someone shoots at Lori's niece's ex-husband. Like randomly. Yeah. Like they just randomly try to shoot him in his car. He survives and like the police come out and they're and they're like, uh do you have any enemies he's like well probably my ex-wife like you can say it's because i have a two million dollar life insurance policy on myself or that she's batshit fucking crazy (laughs) take your pick like (laughs) take your pick yeah (laughs) um uh and oh tammy dies
0: oh good good i've been waiting Mm -hmm. just we gotta move the story ahead somehow
1: that same day, Lori's engagement ring, I guess, from Chad arrives, and her brother fake proposes to her with it, which is fucking weird. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> Ew. Um, you remember when we were kids and you made me play like we went to prom together? I... Well, let's go to the next step and let's play like we got married together. You want to marry me? You can look. We I already. Ha- you can have. You can have my last name. We can. We can be married. We can. Ha ha, ha ha JK, 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 you fell for it, JK. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs>
1: so Melanie calls Lori and she and Chad are in Kauai getting married. Melanie's like, I'm sorry, what? Um Tammy died two weeks ago and Lori says that she and Chad were married long before Tammy even came into his life. And Jesus Christ was even a witness to their wedding. So um I think there is a verse that says what God has joined together, let no man put us under. And that includes Tammy, bitch.
0: She's like, Do you remember the last supper? That was our fucking celebration of our wedding. That was our reception. That was our reception.
1: It's a we little fact, but that was our reception.
2: That that table was so long because they were they were part of the party.
0: Those were the mm-hmm. groomsmen. The 12 <laughs> groomsmen. So our marriage will last. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you don't understand that reference, go join our Patreon. You're missing out. Um so while they're getting married um oh no, no no so the police get a report of something and i didn't i didn't get like what this first report was cuz it's before the brother and sister or the sister and brother-in-law show up to make a missing persons report for jj um so the police start following lori um and then next charles the sister and brother arrive in idaho to report jj missing and they um and the detective just happens to overhear them because they're like, they're talking to this cop and he's like, um, I don't know if I can let you talk to a detective. Like all of our detectives are super busy like solving all the murders and shit and harassing black people. So um I, you know, really like everyone's really tied up today. So he's like, uh, what's the girl, like, what's the mom's name? And they say Lori Vallow, and and the detective just happens to overhear them, and he's like, Oh, uh, y'all need to come with me. So um charles's sister brings evidence that laurie bought her wedding ring nine days before tammy died which could just be the crazy but also could mean she was murdered i don't even know at this point i don't know what's happening anymore um what i do know is that tammy's or not tammy laurie is still using charles's email and i'm like girl get your own gmail is free (laughs) she forgets passwords okay
0: and Jesus was my homeboy. One, two, three, four is real easy. So why would she change it when she's got I'm a solid make that password? one of my
1: passwords. Next time I have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the police go to do a welfare check on the kids. Alex tells them that Lori's not home, and Chad's like, "Oh, I'm just a family friend." Um, JJ is staying with his grandparents in Louisiana, and the cops like, um, "That's unlikely, since his grandparents from Louisiana came here to ask for this welfare check." <laughs> I love that. Um, and Chad continues to insist that he's only met Lori a few times. And the detective is like, um, "Your wife, Lori. You've only met her a few times." <laughs> <laughs> so Chad kind of hangs his head, and he's like, "She might be next door." <laughs> I've,
0: I I love. I'm playing this out in my head that it's like the end of Legally Blonde, where she's like, right after you had your perm, mm-hmm. just you know, you and while you were in the shower. The day you had a perm,
1: okay. (laughs) Yeah, um, Lori talks to them and insists the kids are fine, and her ex husband's sister is just crazy. And Tylee is at BYU, and JJ is with is staying with her friend Melanie. And so then she and Chad call Melanie to try to convince her to tell the police that JJ is with her. And this is where Melanie falls out of favor for me because she's fucking garbage. Um. I hate everyone in this movie except the children and the grandparents. That's it. Um, the police come back with a search warrant, but Lori, Chad, and Alex are gone. They do find a storage facility and manage to connect it to Alex. Or they manage to connect Alex to the attempted murder of the niece's ex-husband because okay. of what was in there. Alex is sick and goes to see Lori and Chad. He asks for he asked them like what they're gonna do now. And we cut to them praying, and then to the ocean, and then to Chad and Lori in bed in Hawaii, and I was like, oh my god, did they kill him too? What the fuck? (laughs) Melanie calls Chad and Lori to see where they are. She asked Lori why they told the police that JJ was with her, and of course, Melanie is finally recording this, so thanks for coming back to the other side. It's a little too late, but we're getting there. Um, Right. Um she says that she talked to Alex who said that JJ would never be found and she didn't want to know where JJ was so maybe Alex is alive I don't know there's no way to know and this case is absolutely bonkers Lori's like well I don't know why he would say that but I've done nothing wrong and I don't know why you're being so controversial if you're recording this for the police and it's so funny because the officers that are listening to the call like on the other end right um, he's like he goes wow (laughs) (laughs) bit of like comedic relief in this very tense moment um and then chad goes on to explain that tammy was like super duper sick and he begged her to go to the doctor and none of this is his fault either they talk about how jesus protects them and then the next thing you know police are exhuming tammy's body to do an autopsy and they also find alex in arizona so I guess he's alive, but no, he's not alive. He's dead. He had a pulmonary embolism, which they say can only happen naturally. And I wanted to call a Dr. Sarah moment, but I forgot.
0: Oh yeah, we should have.
1: Yeah. Um, so things start to happen like really quickly. Now the grandparents release a statement that they believe JJ is still alive and they give a press conference um, finally, the police give Lori a deadline of January 30th to produce her children or be arrested for contempt of court. JJ's grandparents file for a legal guardianship of JJ so that, like, if Lori shows up with the kids, they would, JJ would immediately go with them. And I was like, really not, Tylee? Right. Okay. Um, whatever. And then we see everyone while the clock ticks down to the deadline. Lori is praying and then goes and turns herself in and gets arrested in Hawaii. Chad is still at home. Um, The police managed to connect a text between Chad and Tammy and his whereabouts and talking about shooting the raccoon, like all together. So they get a search warrant for the Daybell property to search for bodies. Lori calls Chad from prison and Mm -hmm. he's like, Hey, are you okay? And he's like, no, I'm like super not okay. Um, They're searching my property um, they're gonna find everything um, I'm super fucked um, and he tells her to pray and then he's like I'm getting another call I have to go even though he's not getting another call right um, Lori is still crazy as fuck and she's like yay okay, I'll pray I love you um, and unfortunately the police do find the bodies of Tylee and JJ <sighs> And we flash back and forth between Alex burying them and the police exhuming them.
0: Oh, Chad I hate is, that. But yeah, also, what an Ch- edit!
1: Yeah, Chad is a. It's very powerful, but man, it's rough. Um, Chad is arrested. Even the, even the reporters like standing outside look so shell shocked and disappointed and like broken. Right. Like I don't even know if that really happened, but if it did, like I get it because this case was like so heavy. And you think at that point when they're like, Okay, we finally found the bodies, we're arresting this guy, the press would be all over it, but they're just like Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Um They call JJ's grandparents and we see them cry. Lori's over in jail talking about how Colby just died and there are mass shootings everywhere and she just can't believe that she and her husband are the top story and I'm like I fucking can you absolute lunatic
0: right garbage
1: monster her attorney arrives and she tells the two other inmates that she's watching television with about how in her last life she had an affair with an angel and they're looking at her like she's a complete nutball which she is um she says the child that resulted from that affair is her attorney. And I'm unsure of how the space-time continuum works, but I don't think that's physically possible. Maybe she died young, but also is hiring
0: your son to represent you nepotism?
1: I don't know. And a conflict she of died, Maybe she died in childbirth?
0: You listen. There's no way to know.
1: It really isn't. Um... <laughs> Um, But the two inmates are like, are like, girl, you need to, they're like, we don't know what happened with all this shit, but you need to talk to save your own ass here because you are about to be in jail for fucking ever. Um, And Lori just looks at them and says, I'm just so proud he has blue eyes. No. No. Quote, Lori and Chad Daybell were indicted on charges of first-degree murder for the deaths of Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow. Chad Daybell was indicted on the charge of first-degree murder for the death of his wife, Tammy Daybell. As of June 2021, the case against Lori Vallow is on hold because she was determined to be incompetent to stand trial.
0: The God, I hate that. End. Garbage.
1: G-A-R-B-I-T-C-H. Garbage! (laughs) It's one of
0: my favorites.
1: Um,
2: I just realized I think my recording this entire time is going to be my um, AirPods. So we probably have really bad audio for me. But we're just going to make do with what we've got. So now we're back and my audio is hopefully going to be better. And I apologize for the first half. Um, That was... I realized in my haste between Patreon and full episode when I was charging my AirPods back up that I forgot to reset everything because the one thing I can't stand about our AirPods is when they connect to the computer again, they override all of your defaults. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, all right. Look, there were so many sources, but I'm going to be honest, the best, most concise place was... Wikipedia. So for the most part, this information came from Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's also hard to put this information in like a logical order to tell a story. So I like the way that they presented it on Wikipedia, mostly because Wikipedia does not have an article about Lori Vallow. Wikipedia has an article entitled The Murders of Tylee Ryan and J.J. Vallow.
1: Uh, props Wikipedia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't and give so a that's... flying fuck about Lori Vallow. Sorry right. about it. I don't care. if She's mm-hmm. crazy as a, as a loon. They should no.
2: Right, nope. exactly. Um. So, Tylee Ashley Ashlyn Ryan was born September twenty fourth two thousand two, and Joshua Jackson, known as JJ Vallow, was born May twenty fifth two thousand twelve. Um, and they were two God, American children. Babies. <sighs> babies, yeah. <clears throat> they were two children from Rexburg, Idaho, who went missing in September of 2019 um, and were found deceased in June of 2020. Tylee was last seen um, alive at the Yellowstone National Park on September 8th, 2019. And JJ was last seen alive on September 23rd, 2019 at his elementary school. JJ was reported missing by relatives concerned, not only about the children from whom they'd not heard in weeks, but also several other suspicious incidents. Um, These other suspicious incidents have gone on, incidents rather have gone on to complicate this case in unprecedented and, and unexpected ways. So, um, like every time you think you understand something, they're like, nope, JK. Yeah. So in November of 2019, police questioned their mother, Lori Vallow Daybell, about the children's whereabouts. Um, quote, It took police way too long to figure out they needed to do something. They are responsible for the death of those children since they failed to investigate in a timely manner. That is from the Wikipedia article. Wikipedia did not spare any thoughts toward um, these police. And um, I just...
1: Well, I don't understand how... When they're, like, making... I don't. I don't understand how like it took so long to do a welfare check in person, and then when she was like, "Oh, um, they're not here. They're at college. They're at you know wherever," she wasn't forced to like immediately prove that that was correct. Right. That it, um, like baffles me. Like, I if it were my child that were missing, like wh- whoever has him or says that they know where he is and he's fine needs to prove it and oh, like absolutely. i just I, I don't understand that
2: um so Lori and her then husband chad guy daybell claimed that jj was staying Garbage. with a family friend melanie gibb in arizona where they had lived before moving to idaho in and they'd moved there early september 2019
1: mm-hmm. when
2: police reached melanie by the phone she told police that jj was not with her and had not been there for several months.
1: Oh, I'm so glad that she wasn't really garbage in real life.
2: Yeah. More than a week later, she called police saying that both Lori and Chad had asked her to lie to police about JJ's whereabouts, but that she refused. Police efforts to locate JJ. And right to...
1: then, they should have arrested her. Right. That should be enough to arrest her on something. Right. Find a fucking police. traffic ticket and arrest her ass.
2: Right, right. Um, so somebody said you were cooking meth in here. We need to lock you up. Yeah, you have to go to jail until we figure this all out. Um, police efforts to locate JJ are what led to discovery to the discovery that Tylee was also missing. Um, so. Complicating circumstances further were a was a string of suspicious deaths. Lori's um, estranged husband, Charles Vallow, had been shot and killed in July of two thousand nineteen by her brother Alex, who claimed it was self defense. Um, Alex died of a pl- blood clot on December twelfth, two thousand nineteen. In yeah. early of early October of two thousand nineteen, Brandon Boudreaux, who was the um then estranged husband of Lori's niece melanie who is not the same melanie from what i understand there's two
1: melanies in that's the story. interesting because in the movie her name was laney not melanie
2: Okay, so it's spelled m-e-l-a-n-i so i wonder if she went by lane
1: yeah maybe
2: um but anyway um <clears throat> He was shot in the driveway of his home in Gilbert, Arizona, from a vehicle registered to the already deceased Charles Vallow. Um,
1: Did he survive? uh, Yes, because he... Because in the movie, they miss him. Like, they shoot on him, but they miss. To my understanding, he survived okay i'm just curious Uh, like i just like to know like how accurate you know right
2: um yeah but he was shot it was not fatal like i said to my knowledge um because he was able to describe the vehicle that they then tracked back to charles Mm
1: -hmm.
2: who was dead so you know he came obviously he came and did it it was the zombies he was the zombie right in october of 2019 also chad's wife Tammy Daybell, was attacked in her driveway by what she believed was someone shooting a defective paintball gun and a few weeks later, on October 19th, she died in her sleep from what was initially recorded as natural causes. No post-mortem or or autopsy was initially performed. Um, After Chad and Lori's marriage two weeks after Tammy's death, police became suspicious and exhumed Tammy's corpse for autopsy.
1: Uh, yeah yeah that's weird
2: um so on february 20th 2020 Lori. so i'm kind of giving an overview and then i'm going kind of deeper after yeah, that so um on february 20th 20th 2020 it's a lot of 20s in a row it Lori valo daybell was arrested in Kauai and charged with desertion and non-support of her dependent children she was extradited to Idaho and traveled there on March 5th, 2020. On June ninth, 2020, police executed a search warrant at Chad Daybell's home and discovered the human remains of JJ and Ty Lee. Chad was arrested later that day on charges of destruction or concealment of evidence. And on May 25th, 2021, did Lori arrested Chad- him on,
1: on suspicion of being a fucking asshole.
2: Right, right, that's... Well, you know, you have to... There's so much bureaucratic red tape in Suspicion of Being an Asshole that, like, politicians really don't want that to be a law because then they all have to go to jail. It's true. <clears throat> um, so on May 25th, 2021, Lori and Chad were charged with first-degree murder for both Ty Lee... For all three, Ty Lee, JJ, and Tammy. And so now to kind of get into... These horrible people. Chad Guy DeBell was born August eleventh, nineteen sixty eight, and um, he married Tammy Douglas on March ninth, nineteen ninety. She was born in May fourth of nineteen seventy. Um, so he graduated from Brigham Young University because, of course, he was a Mormon.
1: Of course,
2: uh, he graduated in nineteen ninety two with a BA in journalism.
1: I know people that are like normal Mormons, like that practice like the LDS faith and are uh-huh. not crazy. Right. But why do all of the crazy cult people come from the Mormon faith? I don't get it. I
2: don't know, but there was a woman I found on TikTok, and I'm gonna reach out to her who um is going who wants to start a podcast she mentioned in the video that I saw. Of these um cult like sects around America specifically, and she's mm-hmm. going to call it Sex Offenders S E C T S. And I want her on this show, so I'm going to reach out to her yes. and she will guest. Um, that
1: sounds so cool! Like, I, I'm just fascinated. Like, and yes, I understand that there are plenty of cults based on just normal Christian faith that did oh, right. not end well. But it just seems like a large number of them come from the Mormon faith. And I, I don't understand why.
2: Right, I don't either. Um, so he graduated with this degree in journalism and worked among other jobs as a gravedigger. Um, but he referred to himself as a cemetery sexton because that was the appropriate term. He was a grave digger. Um, he was a douchebag, right? So, in and we say was well, like this guy still isn't alive. In two thousand four, he founded Spring Creek Book Company, and devoted uh, devoted to his end times fiction and other religious books, with a man identified in the media only by the name Douglas, who was a graphic artist and manager for the book company, um, and together Chad and Tammy had five children who i'm glad we're left out of the movie
1: Mm. they in the movie they had two children um but they really weren't featured right i can imagine that they want to be as far away from this as possible absolutely so in 2015
2: chad claimed that he heard a voice telling him to relocate to rexburg idaho and so he and tammy moved there from springville utah that june Um, that voice
1: is your cray cray dude Right. There's nothing in Idaho.
2: There's literally nothing in Idaho.
1: Literally nothing.
2: Potatoes? I think there's potatoes. Potatoes.
1: And the farmers. And that's it.
2: <clears throat> on October 9th, 2019, Tammy reported on Facebook and to police that she was shot at in her driveway by a masked man with what she believed to be a defective paintball gun. Tam, um,
1: Tam, girl
2: the county sheriff's office did not find the perpetrator but 10 days later she was found dead in her home from what would be classified as natural causes so Chad had said that she'd gone to bed that night with a terrible cough and died in her sleep and i just want to say i'm now on the like i'm over my RSV, but i have like the lingering cough and like a terrible cough doesn't kill you in your sleep.
1: Every time you remind me that you have the baby virus, I, I just have to laugh. Sorry.
2: So my big brother texted me to ask, first of all, I think he thinks he is being kind. Like, I really think he thinks he's like being my accountability partner and like getting healthy. Cause he texts me all the time to ask if I hit my step goal and stuff. But like, that just stresses me out. Yeah. Um, but he asked if I hit it last week and I was like, No, because I was fucking dying of RSV. And he just laughed. He was like, I thought only babies got that. And I was like, Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. Fuck all of y'all.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> I've just been telling people that you have the baby virus. That's it. So,
2: um anyway, there was no postmortem or autopsy that performed at the time. Oh, um I didn't-
1: because i have a cough and you're just like, okay, that that seems legit.
2: Yeah, well, Chad declined it because a, a cough is a normal reason to die. Um, and the coroner yeah. didn't see a reason to overrule his decision because of He's like, um, Listen, I have a, a lot of dead bodies
1: piled up that I gotta <laughs> today. there's a lot um,
2: going on here. So two months later, Tammy's body was exhumed and autopsied. The relo the results mm-hmm, that's a word. Mm-hmm. The results were completed by February of this year, um, but they've not been made public yet, so I don't know what they were. But in February of 2021,
1: I assume that it was that <laughs> she was
2: soups murdered, <laughs> right? Um, so it, the autopsy was released from the Utah ME to the sheriff's office, who were like, hmm maybe maybe Tammy was on was on to something when she called us and, and said maybe she was on to something when she called us and said that someone was shooting at her. Um huh. Weird. I was I was just drinking I coffee. When, I hate when women call us and they're right. <laughs> right. It's the um, worst. The Fremont County prosecutor's office announced that they'd be handling the case going forward. Um and do you think they went in to a, the police and they were like, "You've done enough"? Right, you did literally nothing, and that was more than enough. It's our turn. I think that's our
0: turn. Um,
2: yeah. in fact, one of Chad and Tammy's children, Emma, said in an interview that her family has still not been contacted regarding the results of the autopsy. That's how closely guarded this these results are right now because they're part of the. They must have something
1: big on uh-huh.
2: him. Yep
1: to not even tell the family like oh yeah it must um, be really bad and that is you, that just makes me sadder because like why yeah why would you do that
2: so um now Lori daybell was who's also referred to as Lori vallow um was born Lori <laughs> noreen cox
1: there's this whole thing in the um in the movie and i don't know if this really happened i Kind of interested to know just because i'm a petty bitch you know that um where they pull her in like to be questioned and they're like hello miss miss valo and she's like it's daybell <laughs> yeah. and i was like really that's, I where, to that's, wh- that's where you're going today okay
2: that's where we are yep um so she was born june 26 1973 in san bernardino california um, at the age of 19, she married her high school boyfriend, Nelson, Nelson Yanes. Um, but Should had that one, right. The marriage ended very quickly in divorce very quickly after that. Um, at age 22, she married a man named William LaJoya in Travis County, Texas. Um, hey, that's Nelson. That was, yep. That was in 1995. She and LaJoya had a son together colby in nineteen ninety six before divorcing in nineteen
1: ninety eight I'm just curious how like little mr um jesus zombie is like interested in a divorcee right um in two thousand one nothing against her because tammy is I mean against him like i just don't i don't understand how like little mr like "Mm, i'm such a good man and you're jesus or whatever is like right let me get some of right
2: so um in 2001 lori married joseph anthony ryan jr um ryan so joseph legally married legally adopted sorry colby Um, And then they had a daughter together, Tylee. She was born in 2002. Mm -hmm. Ryan filed for divorce on (coughs) August 13th, 2004. It was finalized in 2005. And in 2007, in Travis County, Ryan was attacked by Lori's brother, Alex Cox, based on allegations that Joseph Ryan had been abusive to his wife, Lori, and the children. Cox tasered Joseph. Oh like my Alex god. Joseph and threatened to murder him. And so Alex pled guilty and was sentenced to 90 days in jail, which he served in Austin. Um, so y'all are really out here doing the least. Yeah. So Alex changed his last name to pastines or Pastennis, which oh was the last name of his wife um eventually i guess to run from his record i don't know but he died on december 12 2019 and his death is attributed to blood clots and high blood pressure
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um which i mean
1: probably all that guilt from
2: well and if you stop trying to kill if you stop trying to kill your sister's ex-husbands then Mm -hmm. uh you might have a lower blood pressure like relax yeah (laughs) so on February 24th, 2006, Lori married Leland Anthony Vallow, um, who was born in Calcasieu, Louisiana. And that's what I was saying. He was born close to Sarah's family. Right. Um, So he was born in 1956. Um, He died July 11th, 2019. Uh, he He was also known as Charles Vallow, um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you get Charles from Leland Anthony, but you know what? Not my business. Whatever works. Um, they got married in Las Vegas. He had been a lifelong Catholic, but converted to uh, become a member of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints because of Lori. Um, so Charles had two sons from a previous marriage and in 2013 the they adopted grand grandnephew there it is i knew it was somewhere in there
1: thank you okay yeah, that makes so much Charles more sense because i nephew. like i was like how is it her her sis, his sister and also jj's grand like this makes no right. sense to
2: me yeah so, um, JJ was his grandnephew. They adopted him in 2013 when JJ was around a year old before oh, moving to Kauai baby. in late 2014.
1: So, someone remind me never to go to Kauai.
2: Yeah, so around 2015, Lori read Chad's books, and I'm not going to even say the title, don't look for them, um, and <laughs> became obsessed with them they're I'm all like, trash 2015 have you not heard of like hunger games or yeah also like divergent or like an literally aunt. any
1: other book i had an aunt give me a book once about like how to basically have it attract a man because i'm clearly lacking that i remember apartment. you telling and,
2: me about that yeah
1: and but it was like all christiany i and now I can't remember what it was called, and I really wonder if it was written by this fucker.
2: I hope not. God, I hope
1: not too. I mean, well, I mean, at least I saw it for what it was, which is absolute trash. But
2: right. So in 2016, um, the Valo family moved back to Arizona, and in the fall of 2018, Lori met Lori and her friend Melanie Gibb attended a preparing a people event. Um, at this event, Lori Vallow was introduced to Chad Daybell for the first time. And you know the stars that appear in your eyes when you meet your favorite author who also tells you that America's going to end in fire because of the commies who want socialized health care
1: and equal rights for people of color. Have you seen the video of Tucker Carlson that recently went viral? the one where somebody put
2: the communist anthem in the background
1: i don't know i didn't see that particular version but it's the one where he's where, about why aren't
2: we taxing jeff Bezos he's like and why don't we yeah
1: uh-huh yeah like uh-huh. why don't we charge everyone that benefited from covid like a covid fee and i'm like dude did you just spend so far right you ended up left like what happened
2: yeah and yeah, it's like the same,
1: there's another girl on TikTok that made a video about like, oh, if they're giving away the vaccine for free, why don't they give away cancer treatment for free? And we're like, yeah, That's why? what we've been saying. <laughs>
2: um, in fact, one of my friends, not one of my friends, one of my former co-workers who I was still friends with on Facebook until recently posted a meme that said the same thing on Facebook. And I just, like, I reacted with a heart and I commented, I didn't realize you support socialized health care with three emojis of the like smiley face that's surrounded by hearts.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a petty bitch. I am. (laughs)
2: Um, So anyway, um, according to Melanie, by the end of the weekend, Chad had told Lori that the two had been married in seven previous lifetimes.
1: Well, in the movie, it was nine. So, well,
2: you you know they have to do things up for a lifetime.
1: I just need I need a concrete answer of how many lifetimes it was.
2: <laughs> so, so the two of them began having um, secret conversations, and Mm-mm. several weeks after their first meeting, Charles left for a business trip. And Lori had an intimate overnight gathering at her home. In attendance were both Melanie and Chad Daybell, who was speaking at another conference in Mesa, Arizona. Um, and so, sure. according to the Dateline NBC podcast, Mommy Doomsday. Doomsday oh, um, right. Dateline. Melanie said that um, Chad lavished his attention on Lori um, and like went on about his like kooky beliefs and the quote deeper mysteries of God um, and to this like group of people who spent the night and according to Melanie Chad stated that he'd lived 31 different lives on various earth-like planets and like I would stop I would ask to stop coming back like It's not getting better.
1: But but sweetie, like you are taking the Christian principles are that we die and go to heaven or go to hell. Right. And so now you're taking that and making it Buddhist?
2: Yeah, and not even a good like not Not even even in in a good good way. way.
1: And like why? Um,
2: <laughs> I'm so confused. He referred to other people as light or dark or various like gradients in between. So, like, I well, think that's that gross. I, I think that I'm probably like a very solid, um, like medium gray, mm-hmm. and that you are as black as your cat. And that's where we fall on his spectrum. (laughs) That tracks. Um, So um, he believed that dark individuals were from the earth and they were followers of Satan.
1: Yeah. Like if you read the church, like the doctrine of the church of Satan, I align much more with that doctrine than I do with Christian doctrine. Sorry about it. Um, But also like, um, this is a big problem in the mormon church um right now
0: uh-huh. as
1: there the book of mormon specifically states that people with dark skin like cannot serve in leadership positions like um and are just inherently bad people and i think we can all say we know that's not true um right and, but it like the the book of mormon is like inherently racist and so they're having to like walk back a lot of doctrine it actually makes me wonder if that's why people spin off and form different religions yeah. based off mormonism because their doctrine is so easily changed they change yeah. their doctrine all the time oh
0: yeah
2: um, I mean it's a running gag in the yeah. Book of Mormon musical, like
1: Yeah. Is um, it, they're like, Oh, we can't we can't have plural marriage. Okay, like we'll just we just won't do that anymore.
2: Right. Um so dark dark individuals follow Satan and those who are light were followers of Jesus Christ. Um and when Chad looked at Lori, he knew that she was an eternal being who had lived 21 separate lives only five of which had occurred on this planet um and he had also lived the same five on this planet with her Um, i'm sorry what what uh uh-huh yeah i don't i don't know what you're so confused about um so laurie was thrilled to um be an eternal being with 21 Past lives and um, as you would be, right. So she had to focus on this new purpose that Chad had had, um, revealed to her. Sure. So on December fifth, two thousand eighteen, Laurie and Chad appeared together on the podcast. So, if you want to find this podcast, it was called "Preparing a People."
1: That sounds so culty. I'm gonna skip.
2: Yep. Yeah. Um, so they were on an episode together called Time to Warrior Up. No. Not <laughs> um, and then Chad later stayed in the Valo's home in Arizona again. So mm-hmm. according to Charles, in February 2019, Lori informed her husband that she, quote, no longer cared for him or no longer cared about him or JJ. Um and claimed that she was the reincarnated wife of Joseph Smith.
1: Oh, and for then she... fuck's sake! <laughs> well, God that is what damn her... it! Well, what's funny? Okay, no, here's what I no, love. none of that is funny.
2: No, here's what's funny. So she had lived on this earth five times, right? And in those five times, she'd been married to old what's his head, but also apparently married to Joseph Smith. So was she having the polygamous marriage, like? Maybe. Was she, was she the first empowered woman in the... Oh, for God. <laughs> so... um, I hate her. So she then disappeared for 58 days. Like, I was married to Joseph Smith, and I can't be around you anymore. Bye. I gotta go. Bye. So he filed for a divorce, stating that his, that she threatened to murder him that she had taken $35,000 from their joint bank accounts and mm-hmm. stole his truck. And first of all, why do you... Don't brag about how much money you have that she could steal from you, sir. Y'all, that is sir. just a
1: country song in the making. <laughs> right. She stole $35,000
2: and stole my truck. Because she was married to Joseph Smith, the founder oh, of that. Mormonism. That's um, a banger. <laughs> We got this. Listen, we're quitting this podcast now so we can move to Nashville. Make be songwriters. <laughs> um, I'm gonna play the electric tambourine.
1: Mm. And
2: Aaron is going to play guitar, but like totally. Phoebe and friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's
1: my aesthetic. <laughs> that's my aesthetic. So
2: I'm excited. Um, he also filed a protection order against Lori at the advice of his attorney, citing, quote, a genuine fear for his life yeah I bet uh, yeah so after his death laurie's no after his death um charles's attorneys stated that he was primarily concerned for jj's safety and well-being as he needed yeah. a consistent routine due to his special needs um he was also concerned for ty lee but he was unable to include her in the filings as she was not his biological daughter and he had not adopted her. She'd been adopted by Joseph Ryan. Um, there it is. What?
1: Wasn't I waiting for a reason like why they didn't Oh be yeah. Filed? Yeah. 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 There um, it is.
2: <laughs> yeah. So Vallow withdrew the petition one month later saying he wanted to try to make the marriage work. I My heart breaks over that. So, on July 11th, 2019, Lori Vallow's estranged husband, Charles Vallow, was shot and killed in Chandler, Arizona, by Lori's brother, Alex Cox, who claimed self defense, alleging that he went to confront Charles about abusing his sister. Whereupon, quote Charles Vallow struck him in the head with a bat, so he went to get his gun. Both JJ and Tylee were present during the shooting. Um, Lori did not inform Charles's extended family or children from his previous marriage of the murder.
1: I just I don't understand how they were able to get away with saying that Ty Lee and JJ were there and like saw everything and immediately they weren't like, What? No.
2: Yeah. That's not what um, it was later discovered that. A wedding ring was purchased on Amazon from Charles Vallow's account, for, sorry, for thirty six dollars on October second, two
1: thousand nineteen. Oh, girl, get that get that expensive <laughs> ring. <laughs> I would not make
2: fun of a cheap ring if there was actually true love and people hadn't been murdered. No, but like... no, if
1: you like, I'm a hopeless romantic and I will tell you, I would say yes to the right person. If they gave me a ring out of a gumball machine, I don't give a fuck, but she's fucking garbage. Right. And so, be. so I'm going to make fun of this all day long. Right. So, um, well, and she says in the movie that she wanted the ring to be Malachite because it, it lets you open your soul. And it was like, that's Gross
2: um i need malachite because when i touch it to my chest i can feel it vibrate and it opens yeah. my soul yeah you're welcome
1: <laughs> so um they found I that, this link... that the, the theory of soulmates is just bullshit. so all of that nonsense like i am a i am a hopeless romantic but not in that way like all of that nonsense just makes me mad i
2: yeah 100 percent i'm a hopeless romantic too read the
1: proximity theory that's right where you find your soulmate yeah like
2: i've been married to sarah for 10 years we've been together since we were 19 i love her with all my heart and i still am not a soulmate theory kind of person i'm
1: not a soulmate kind of person either
2: um so anyway they found that she purchased this ring 17 days before tammy died huh yeah curiouser
1: and curiouser
2: another contributing factor to this mystery is the well-documented obsession of Lori and Chad with the end times beliefs that, um, Chad had written a number of books about and they discussed in podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. and Valo's, um, Lori's niece, Melanie also shared these beliefs um this shit is
1: bonks like i i don't understand how you go from like the end times of like yeah especially because the end times as told in revelations is fucking terrifying right you don't need to add to that it's bad right it's not good stuff it's not fun that's particularly awful and first of all i like i hope to not if that's what's going to happen i hope to not survive like the very first thing
2: yeah, same. It was not
1: built for like living in the woods and like fighting with people. I'm I'm out. Yeah.
2: Um. So, um, on September twenty third, two thousand nineteen, a like a doorbell video, like a ring video of JJ playing with a friend is the last known video taken of him. Um, that, and please. then oh, sad.
1: that yeah. poor...
2: He was And then the a baby. He was just a baby. He was 7 years old.
1: Stop killing your kid. Like why do you why I don't why? Especially the fact that that wasn't even a her kid. She could have like taken him to her grandparents and left him there and never looked back and nobody would have been mad. Right. Right. I mean they would have been mad about Tylee, but that's a different
2: <clears throat> Right. Um, they would not have so been mad sep-
1: about J.J. I don't understand. I, oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm going to shut
2: up now. On September 24th, Lori contacted J.J.'s school to tell them that she was withdrawing him, claiming that she'd be homeschooling him. This school would be the last known place um, that he was seen. Yes. Tylee Ryan was all, was last seen September 8th at Yellowstone National Park with her brother, her mother, Lori, and her uncle, Alex um Chad had become um Chad had just kind of disappeared off the grid at this point. Um the last time he'd spoken with anybody was with a filmmaker Devin Hansen via text messaging. Um Sorry. Sarah Sarah is packing for me since I'm leaving in the morning because she's Aww. the world's nicest human being and I don't she deserve is. her. I want but, Sarah to um, be my
1: wife someday. When you die, I'm gonna marry Sarah.
2: I'll I'll let her know.
1: Okay. Um It's fine. We can both have affairs because we're both attracted to men, but um we're gonna be married. She's gonna take care of me.
2: <laughs> she um she told me today that if anything happens to me, she won't remarry because she doesn't have time to break in another man.
1: <laughs> it's okay, I'm a woman. I can take care of myself. Right. Right. So she didn't
2: say anything about a woman. So like you might have a shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um anyway, on October in October, two Venmo payments were made from Tylee's account to her older half brother, Colby Ryan. One payment was sent October tenth, two thousand nineteen, with a message that read "We love you," and a second payment was sent on October sixteenth, two thousand nineteen, with a heart emoji. And Colby has said that he has not heard he had not heard from TyLee since those October texts. Um, I after...
1: have a question. Uh huh. Let's go in the way way back machine. You are seventeen. Okay. You have an ha, an older half-brother who you don't know very well or aren't super close to for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. Out of the blue, one day your completely narcissistic 17-year-old ass is just going to start venoming them your money.
2: Right. With a message that says we love you. What's we Like, that's weird wording.
1: That's fucking weird. No. That was not her, for sure.
2: Um after texting tylee and telling her that he was worried he received responses from her phone that indicated she was safe but she was too busy to talk so repeated phone calls to tylee went unanswered so he became more worried um so on november 5th 2019 Lori and Chad got married for the 900,000th time in their 49 lifetimes on this planet sure. and all other planets. Right. Um, this was only two weeks after the death of Tammy. They informed others that Ty Lee had died in 2017 and or that Lori had no minor children. So at this wedding, I mean, they, well, were saying, they told the, the. They told the. Yeah. At the, requ- at the request of JJ's grandmother, Kay Woodcock, the police visited Lori's uh, uh, house in Rexburg on November 26th to conduct a welfare check on JJ. But Lori told police that JJ was in Arizona with family. That night, a neighbor saw Lori and her brother packing a truck outside her home. And when police and the FBI arrived the next day to search the home, it had been, it was abandoned. Chad's home was also searched by investigators. Cause that's not suspicious at fucking all. No. So from December, 2019 to January, 2020, the Rexburg police, the Fremont County Sheriff's office and the FBI, um, like really ramped up their investigation into the disappearances of the two children. They finally decided it was like worth looking into, I guess, Um, as well as the investigation into Tammy's death. We
1: solved all the murders. So we need to know.
2: (laughs) Right. Um, And then also they uh, investigated the flight of chad and Lori from idaho where did they go and why they leave so fast so evidence was collected and tammy's body was exhumed for autopsy colby ryan and jj's grandparents pleaded with um, Lori and chad to return the children with a letter offering a reward of twenty thousand dollars investigators contended that quote Joshua and Tylee's lives are in danger. The children are not with Chad and Lori. Lori knows where they are or what has happened to them, but she has completely refused to to assist this investigation, choosing instead to leave the state with her new husband.
1: Yeah. Lori's fucking garbage. We- yeah.
2: Um, so through their lawyer, Chad and Lori stated, quote, Chad Daybell was a loving husband, and he has the support of his children in this matter. Lori Daybell is a devoted mother, and she resents assertions to the contrary. We look forward to addressing allegations once they have moved beyond speculation and rumor. Well,
0: mm-hmm.
2: they have fucking moved forward, so let's hear your addressing now. We're looking forward to addressing the allegations? What horrific wording. Also, just,
1: like, tell people where your kids are.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so a storage locker rented by Lori in October, 2019, which contained items belonging to and relating to her children, like their clothes, their bikes, pictures of them was abandoned by her when she left Rexburg, Idaho at the end of November, 2019 video footage shows her and her brother, Alex, moving items in and out of the locker. Um, many items seem to belong to Tylee and JJ. Mm Mm-hmm. On February 20th, 2020, I got it right that time, Lori Vallow was arrested by the Kauai Police Department in Princeville, Hawaii, um, and charged with two felony counts of desertion and non-support of dependent children. She was also charged with three misdemeanors, resisting or obstructing officers, criminal solicitation to commit a crime, and contempt of court. She was held on a $5 million bail. Yep. Yep. She later agreed to be extradited back to Idaho to fight the charges so the judge lowered her bail from $5 million to $1 million. Let's not do that. Mm -mm. On May (laughs) 1st, Lori appeared in a court hearing in Rexburg to request a reduction below $1 million and the judge was like, nah. Listen. The judge was like, did you say something? I'm I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you through the sound of these fake fucking Venmos.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: and so Lori reached out to the two biggest like bond companies in the area and they were like, nah, we're busy. Mm-hmm. We're not. Nope. No, yeah. thanks.
1: We have a lot. There's a lot of stuff on the docket today. We have, there's just a ton of work to do. We try right. to accommodate you at this time. Sorry. Um,
2: in March, in March of 2020, NBC referenced documents, in a report that Lori and Chad became convinced that Tylee and JJ were quote possessed and had become zombies. Cause that's how possession works. Yep. Yeah. On June 9th, 2020 police executed a search warrant at Chad's home where they discovered the remains I mentioned earlier. Um, Chad was booked into jail later that day on obstruction or concealment of evidence And he was later charged with felony murder on June 10th, 2020. (laughs) Sorry. um, June 10th is my big brother's anniversary. (laughs) So I'll let them have that one. Yeah. On June 10th, 2020, his bail was also set at a million dollars. On July 2nd, prosecutors dropped two of the charges against Lori, the two felony counts of desertion and non supportive dependent children because um apparently you can't desert and not support remains so instead they charged her with obstruction or concealment of evidence in regards to the remains Mm -hmm. so on july 17th 2020 um in light of the two felony counts against Lori having been dropped her bond was lowered to um $50,000 $50,000 on each charge. Mm-mm. So it was lowered to $150,000, but noted that Chad would still have to post a million dollars in neighboring Fremont County to get out of jail. In addition. I
1: don't like
2: any of that. Yeah, I don't either. In addition to the bond reduction, a jury trial was, um, for the Madison County charges against Lori was set for January 25th through 29th, 2021. Um, on May 25th, 2021, Lori and Chad were indicted on the charge of conspiracy to commit first degree murder, first mm-hmm. degree murder and grand theft by deception in the deaths of Tylee and JJ and Tammy. Great. Lori was charged with grand theft related to Social Security survivor benefits over $1,000 allocated for the care of minors um, for Tylee and JJ that were appropriated to the children um chad was charged with insurance fraud related to a life insurance policy he had on tammy for which he was the beneficiary and received funds after her death um so but on may 27th Lori was deemed incompetent and unfit to stand trial the judge announced Um, and that unfortunately is the most recent information we have in this fucking case
1: well that fucking sucks I hate it so much
2: not a fan not a fan of this case not a fan of the movie I didn't even watch it not a fan of anything.
1: Yeah, me neither.
2: Um, so tell me something good. What have you been reading lately?
1: Well, one thing that's good. Hold on. Maybe okay. Before I get into what I'm reading. Um, well, since the last
2: time we met on Mike, something good is that Brittany was given the right to choose her own, uh, yeah. attorney. And yeah. those of you on our Patreon who listen to all four hours know that I was very passionate about her getting that ruling.
1: We still are. Um, what is on mm. my face? Um, the good news is we see each other in 24 days.
2: I'm so excited.
1: The bad news is before we see each other, I have to move And so I am currently living amongst boxes and I hate, I hate my life. Um, I can understand. I hate it so much. Um, But I'm excited to get in my new apartment. I'm excited to get in my new office, get everything like set up and like happy. And um, it's all going to be great. But the moving part of this problem is the fucking worst. And I hate it. Yep. Um, what else good happened oh i got my first request to review a book from a publisher so Fancy. usually i go and re- i request books on netgalley and they decide whether to send them to me this was the first time that a publisher has sent- reached out to me directly and been like hey we want you to read this book isn't that a great feeling yeah and it was random house too and i was like oh shit Ooh, like i know Random, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> it's one of the big five um, yeah
1: yeah so I was um very excited, still am. So I'm That's gonna awesome. try to knock that knock that out this week too. So once I get some sleep, because I did not get any sleep this weekend. This weekend was not restful for me at all. But um No, you
2: had a busy weekend.
1: I, I did have I was busy all day, every day this weekend. It sucked. I'm ready for next weekend already and I have five I have to work for five days first. At least you're gonna be at yeah. camp. That'll be fun.
2: Uh, maybe. It will be fun. I'm just already tired. And You're then I will, time. I'll come back from camp, and I have a uh, a Disney concert on the square, so that'll be fun. Um, oh, that will be fun, but I have not practiced for that. Luckily, we get home at noon on Friday, so I could practice Friday afternoon and um but it's gonna be hot as balls because it's outside, but it Ooh. will be fun, and it's nice to be performing again. I have missed it, and I've only had yeah. a you know a couple of concerts, but orchestras are starting back up and and that is nice. And I'm so glad it's outdoors. Um, this will be our little boy's first concert to get to attend um, since it's Disney and it's outdoors. It's a big event. There's face painting and all and like a petting zoo and all kinds of stuff. And so Sarah is planning on bringing him and he has not ever heard me play really. Cause when I practice at home, he just covers his ears and tells me it's too loud. I don't love it and i'm like me neither kid me neither but um so that'll be a lot of fun
1: that will be fun you will you guys will enjoy that that's amazing and, so uh, yeah that's all i have going on right now
2: yep and i don't even have anything to say in the what i'm currently reading because me neither um,
1: i haven't read anything because i've been so busy i haven't even picked up a picture I haven't even picked up a book. <laughs> I haven't even picked up a book in the last week, not even once. So, well, you know,
2: know about the big behind the scenes project I'm working on mm-hmm. in my life that is taking all of my spare time. And as things come a little bit more solid, I will announce them on the podcast. But, like, what would normally be my reading time? has been devoured by this all-consuming exciting opportunity that i have
1: yes oh it's incredible um, um i'm so excited for you but like and i can't wait hopefully until it's all like finalized and we can tell everybody but and and i'm gonna come live in Shreveport and work for you so
2: yeah absolutely um maybe but big yeah bucks. so that's what's going <laughs> on and uh, yeah, but there's a, there's a lot going on in both of our lives mm-hmm. and I just am glad that we get to share it together and share it like with our it's, listeners. It's recruitment awesome.
1: season, so I am full on sorority girl right now. I'm literally wearing a five new shirt. I never wear merch anymore because I'm old, but
2: <laughs> right.
1: it's from bid Day, like three years ago. Um, and I like, I'm just, I'm going to be consumed by recruitment. And moving until after Labor Day. So you're welcome. That's yep. all you're going to hear on this show. For um, what are we doing next week? Well, we can do Secrets of a Marine's Wife. That's the okay. new one that came out. Okay. Um, we can also try um, Frozen Ground, A Woman Scorned, which is about... Oh, my God. Why can't I remember her name? It's like a famous, famous case. Hold on. It's going to drive me nuts. They did the second season of um, Dirty John about this, but it was not.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, uh Uh-huh. I could normally pull it up out of my brain. Hold on.
1: It's going to drive me nuts if I don't say what it is. Betty Broderick. There we go. Yeah, so we can do that one, or I can dig out the Mary Kay Letourneau. Uh,
2: I like Secrets of a Marine Wife since we're doing okay. Crazy Hot the, Summer. These,
1: I think that's the last of the, the, the new, new ones that have been released. I'll double check and make sure. um, But I think that's the last one. So.
2: Sounds good.
1: All we'll right. be back on a roll of bullshit very soon. <laughs>
2: yep thanks for hanging out with us and um
1: aaron tell people where they can find us you can find us on facebook at lifetime sentence on twitter at life sentence pod on instagram at lifetime sentence on tiktok at lifetime sentence you can email us at
2: Podcast at Podcast at
1: com. Com. You can go to our website and just click the contact us button instead of like remembering our email address. Like I clearly can't at right. lifetime <laughs> com. Um and uh, Patreon. And Patreon. Patreon.com slash lifetime sentence. One dollar gets you all audio content, five dollars gets you everything, including our special Discord channel, which we have a lot of fun on. People really contribute to. It's so awesome.
2: We do have a lot of fun. Um, I love
1: everyone on our discord. It's super fun. And if you want to join like our other channels without the, like this, the patron only channel, you can just find us on discord.
2: And once Erin gets settled into her new office, we will do a couple of hangouts with everybody uh, on the $5 level. um, And we'll do another. watch. I want to do another movie
1: night. That was so Uh much fun. Mm -hmm. Yes.
2: So, so um for
1: sure we have some things coming. This is like, summertime is very busy for both of us and so we're really kind of locked down until fall unfortunately
2: yeah but but we do have things in the work and we are so excited
1: we do and some new merch too so get all that rolling all right well
2: until next time don't forget to eat your vegetables
1: charge your phone bye bye